The International Fly Fishing Film Tour Festival will be in Birmingham, Alabama at the Cahaba Brewing Company on March 18th. The doors will open at 12 p.m. and the films will start showing around 3.30 p.m. The film tour is hosted by Deep South Outfitters and the Cahaba River Keeper. Tickets can be purchased at Deep South Outfitters and online at the Fly Fishing Film Tour website. If available, you will be able to purchase them at the door on the day of the event. Several of our guests uh, from this current season and some past seasons, like Mary Beth Meeks and Matt Lewis, will be, um, will be featured here at this event. They have a film that's really incredible. But we also, we will have a booth, so we would love for you to come by and see us on March 18th at the Cahaba Brewing Company. This is The Storied Outdoors, a podcast somewhere between Lewis and Tolkien and Lewis and Clark, finding clarity in the stories we tell and the adventures that shape us. Welcome to The Storied Outdoors. My name is Brad Hill, and I'm joined, as always, by my good friend and co-host, Brian Gill. Today we have a, a very interesting episode, a little bit different than what we normally do. An interesting group of people. Brian, can you tell us about uh, this episode? Yeah, man, we are excited to kick off this season six with this group of students from Sanford University who have just started the Sanford Outdoor Adventure Club. Mm. Man, they... So I got an email from one of my colleagues, Dr. Minima, and he asked, he said, you know, I've got this group of students who want to start an outdoor club. Mm-hmm. And first of all, my first thing was Sanford doesn't have an outdoor club. <laughs> you know, we're right here in Alabama. Like you're right, you're, you're, you got these state parks all around and mountains. and Yeah, so Birmingham is right in the middle of this, all of these amazing outdoor places. So that was my first thought. And then the second thought is, what time is the meeting? Uh, this was not an invitation to me, but it, it, I kind of jumped in there and I said, if this is going to happen on Sanford's campus, I want to be a part of it. Sure. And so when I got to the meeting, there was a group of students led by by Jacob, AK, and Jackson, and a host of other students who were on this leadership team. And This thing's really taken off. Let me tell you, they have somewhere in the vicinity of 300 people in in a in a kind of a group me and over 140 150 actual members of this club this thing has only been in existence since december wow and here we are in february and you know honestly uh, i've never seen anything like this before there it's growing so fast these the leadership uh jacob and and, and others are doing such a great job they're a phenomenal leaders these are just freshmen just freshmen these are just freshmen that's it's, impressive it's very impressive, impressive. Group of young people um as as we as we are speaking you know this is a, this is launching on wednesday mm-hmm. in a couple of days 56 of these students are going down to the gulf coast to go camping 56 56 college students where are they camping they're camping at the Topsail Hill State Park. Nice. You guys have been there before. We've been there before. It's beautiful. It's perfect for what they're hoping to do. Uh, it's, you know, just down from the beach. Um, they're going to have some worship. They're going to have some 
amazing things that they're they're going to do down there. Uh, you know, I, I would not be surprised if this student group doesn't win student new student group of the year. I mean, mm-hmm. they they are impressive, all if, of them. If I were to have a vote, I'd give it to them. I would too. You know, I would I would think so. <laughs> and hey, you know what? If I had a podcast, I would want to have them on it. Oh wait, we did. We did. We did. We so did. that's the episode you're about to hear. So exciting! This was one of those that I did in person uh, with the students and. Brad and I are doing this intro now, kind of tacked on at the front of it because it was a little bit hard logistically to do mm-hmm. five people on a Zoom call. Yeah, yeah. and uh, so it just worked out different. So, it's a little something different, a little something different, a little something new. Yeah, we hope you enjoy this this episode with the Sanford Outdoor Adventure Club. I'm here with three leaders of the Sanford Outdoor Adventure Club: President Jacob Barham, Vice President A.K. Yarbrough. And Vice President Jackson Dildine, we got we're we're so excited to have this conversation. This is uh, it's kind of a first for us. This is the first time we've had college students on the podcast. This is season six, and it, it, I don't think it could start any better. We're excited to have you guys. So welcome to the podcast, um, Sanford Outdoor Venture Club. Jacob, tell me a little bit about like. What is that? What does that mean? And is that something that you started? Is that something that's been around at Sanford for a while? Tell, tell us a little bit about the Sanford Outdoor Venture Club, also known as SOAC. If you guys say SOAC, that's what we'll be talking about. Yeah, that's right. Thanks for having us on, by the way. We appreciate it. But the Sanford Outdoor Venture Club, um, that's been on and off here at Sanford for a while. Um, we've heard of other people who've started outdoor clubs, but there was nothing that existed here at Sanford that tied in community to the outdoors. And so we had this idea, actually my girlfriend's dad gave me the idea back in the summer before coming to Sanford freshman year about coming um, and starting an outdoor club. And so I had this idea, talked to friends about it. Jackson and AK were part of the, um, that initial group. And it kind of just started off with an idea and then we actually got the ball rolling on it. But the Sanford Outdoor Adventure Club, um, our, our statement is to engage in Christ-centered community through God's creation and adventure. So it's kind of just a group of students who love going out, um, serving in God's community, going out in creation, and tying in the community aspect of that. I love that. So um, you and a couple of professors kind of got together and you were talking about this. Mm-hmm. Uh, those two professors are friends of mine, Dr. Minima and Dr. Hadaway. And they stopped by my office and said, hey, we got a group of students who are going to come and they want to talk about an outdoor adventure club. And they, I mean, literally, they didn't ask me. They didn't ask me to come. I was like, what time and when and where, and I'll be there. <laughs> and so I kind of just kind of elbowed my way into that conversation and um, am and, happy to just kind of let you know full transparency with our listeners. I'm the, um, the faculty advisor for this group. And so uh, basically what I do is sign any papers that need to be done and just get out of these guys' way because they're killing it and uh, doing so many great things with this, this club. I'm going to add a funny story. Um, we had our first meeting with the, the faculty um, that uh, Dr. Gill was talking about. And whenever we had our meeting, it was in a building here on campus. <clears throat> excuse me. And, and we, we got there pretty early, and we saw this guy just sitting in there. And we were all, <laughs> we were all confused. Um, 
are we in the wrong space? Who is this Who guy? Is this guy? Um, we stood outside the door for like five minutes. I we remember did. this. We did. <laughs> and and it was Dr. Gill. Um, I was sitting there. I was like, they're, they're whispering out in the hallway. <laughs> I think that they must want to study or this is the group that I'm meeting with. <laughs> so that was our first impression of, of Dr. Gill. But you've been a, you've been a huge help. And he uh, don't let don't let him fool you. He doesn't just sign the papers. Um, but he, he also is super engaged. Uh, and we've really appreciated it. Well, it is. It has been a, a fun, fun semester to get to know you guys. Um, so, AK, tell me a lot, a, a little bit about your involvement with the store, with the not the storied outdoors. That's what I do <laughs> with the Outdoor Adventure Club. Um, so, as Jacob was saying, he had this amazing idea, and I remember we were on a trip, and we were in the car, um, and he was just like, "Guys, I have this idea," and so we're all just kind of like, "Okay, well, let's do it." So started out and a few of us were like okay it'll probably just end up just being our friend group and then it like flourished it's been amazing it's been such a blessing um it's been an incredible opportunity for um a place for me to plug in for leadership opportunities especially um back at home i had leadership uh roles in my church and within school and it's just been an amazing opportunity not only to help lead but also to get poured into by the people i'm surrounded with because it's been an amazing team of friends and people, um, and it's just been the biggest blessing, and there's so much fruit from it already. That's great. What? Um, so your your VP role in this, it's it's got a little bit more. It goes more than just kind of a, a blanket VP role. What is the t- full <laughs> title of it? Um, yes, I am the vice president of Stoic, one of two, and I am. I. What am I? Um, yeah, community outreach. Sorry, guys. Um, I am the head of community outreach. So that means I basically do with, I do a lot of things, but I also help mainly with service projects. So that means getting out into the community and helping SOAC go beyond just Samford um, so we can pour into the local community, whether that's service opportunities. Um, but Samford in itself, or Birmingham in itself, really has so many incredible opportunities. You don't just get outdoors, but to help the surrounding community. Um, and that's what's so special about SOAC is it's not only people with a heart for the outdoors, but with a heart for service and to show Christ's light. Um, so it's really a special role to be able to help lead that and serve in that way. Yeah, and and just because she's community outreach, she's done a lot to help uh, to help SOAC get started. And it's kind of just an all of a team effort. And we all have different roles, um, but we all also come together and, and work together. So both Jackson and AK are kind of, um, I know in football, um, a lot of times we'll just title high school kids who are coming into they call them athletes because mm-hmm. they don't know where they're going to play and so they're kind of like that um there's kind of like all around that's players. cool jackson what's your role with the soac yeah so i'm the vice president of events um so that's kind of just all the planning and stuff i definitely do don't do all the planning alone there's a lot of different people that make that happen um but yeah so i was in high school i was actually over i was on the leadership team of a similar club it was a lot more service-based but similar concept of getting the community engaged with the outdoors and nature and i just uh both then and now i just really found a love um for just being able to engage the community and share what i love so much about the outdoors uh and being able to serve uh with events i've really like it's just been uh, very easy for me to do that, to, to get people out there. And I really love it when a plan comes together. Um, and so if it's a plan that helps people grow closer to God and his creation, then 
I'm all for it, and I'd love to be a part of that. Tell me some of the events that that we've already done, and and maybe something that's uh, that's coming up. We're we're coming up on a pretty big event, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, in the past semester, um, we've actually gone on uh, just one camping trip because we were still kind of getting the ball rolling. But we took a group of about 25 people to Oak Mountain State Park for just an overnight camping trip. Uh, that was a blast. Uh, I don't think I heard anything that went wrong with that trip it was everyone there had a great time we went hiking and other than it was 25 camping. degrees and <laughs> it, was, it was really cool <laughs> so it was chilly. Chilly. <laughs> i don't i don't think that stopped anybody from having a good time though it was an experience yeah it was it was a blast um and then also over the past semester we've done i can't even count how many uh friday morning worship services um we started calling them sunrise worship until the time changed and then the sunrise was a little too early so then it just became morning worship uh, but it's just amazing uh, the groups of people that we've been able to, have been able to come out uh, and just worship outside in the morning before class starts. That's been Friday running mornings. what 40, 50 people almost every. Yeah, every we've got week. a pretty big crowd to come to those. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but then actually coming up this week, uh, we're headed down to Topsail Hill uh, Preserve State Park down in Florida. That's right. <laughs> How many of you are going on that? We've got a group of 56 headed down to go That's camping. Right. That's incredible. You're going to take that place by storm. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, I don't know think they know what's coming. They take don't know over. what's coming. We've gotten every single available campsite. Yeah. So That's so active. That is incredible. I, I love that park, by the way. My family and I have been down there a couple of times, and uh, y'all are going to love it. Yeah. Yeah. Just get ready. It's going to be a fun time. <laughs> yeah, it is. Okay, tell me about the uh, the camping trip. That was your first camping trip? Yes. So I love the outdoors, but my family, my mom especially, we were very outdoorsy, but we never do outdoor things. So I was nominated like this vice president of this outdoors club, and I had never been camping before. So um, it was quite the experience, especially uh, considering that I am from Florida. So this girl does not know what cold <laughs> weather is, actually. Um, and... The cold weather, honestly, it was just, it added to the fun. It was so much fun. I asked, I remember afterwards, I looked at my roommate, Emily, and I was like, can we just go every weekend? I just, I wasn't <laughs> even dramatic. I was like, let's actually like figure out how way to do this. Um, Cause it was just a blast. Not only just being able to sleep outside, because if I think about it, I really probably have never done that because I've never been camping. Um, but not only that, just to experience fellowship within the outdoors, like the bonfire, um, we had Brian Grill, our little, our, our grill, um, where we made our breakfast burritos and hot dogs. How many hot dogs? We made so many. Um, we grew up in the 60s? 60s. I, I ate too many. Yeah. That for Jackson sure. <laughs> seven. Yeah, I know. We, we took a lot. We did. I didn't go, but uh, we got a lot from Costco, and there were no leftovers, <laughs> what I noticed. No. Cost, Costco was definitely our friend. That oh, yeah. yeah. We love Costco. For sure. Um, but all those fun like memories that were made, it was just such an incredible experience, um, especially for my first time. Like it was, it was awesome. Only good things to say about it. It was incredible. That's awesome. All right, so tell me, Jacob, what is it about the outdoors that helps you to experience God in a different way? I mean, you can experience God in your dorm room, at church, in a, in a worship service, something like that. But what is it about the outdoors that that t- maybe takes it to a different level? Yeah. I think it's the solitude and the reflection that the outdoors brings. I think it's when you, you go out in the outdoors, most of the time you disconnect. Um, you're not on your phone as much. You kind of are away from the hustle um, and the bustle of just the main, just the main life. 
um, and you have that time to reflect and you really see God's um, his beauty in creation and I think when you take your time and you go to and you're kind of in solitude being in the outdoors you can really um, be where your feet are mm-hmm. and you can really um, you know God will meet you wherever you're at like you said and you do your dorm room wherever it may be you can be sitting in traffic God's gonna be there for you but going out and you know being in that solitude and that reflection really helps you um, think about not only um, his love for you but also um, just the relationship that y'all have mm, I love that it kind of removes some of the distractions oh for sure yeah for sure. that's that's great AK you, you, you got an opinion on that yeah I think when he touched on the beauty of God's creation I think that's something that's been really special to me um, just being able to the outdoors are it's just a huge testament of God's glory um, and it's also an outlet for worship and praise because looking around even just on my walk to classes just being outside it's just such a good reflection of god's grace and his beauty um the intentionality behind every single little thing in the outdoors is just an incredible testament to who our god is um and it just it really it brings me it humbles me because if you look around and you see the glory of god's creation it's just a beautiful thing to know how great our God is and how de- when we're dependent on him, how amazing and how beautiful that is and how we can flourish. Um, I, yeah. That's great. You know, and, and being a, being on Sanford's campus, that for those of you listening who've never been over here, it's a, it's a beautiful campus. I mean, and that's what you talk about. A lot of people, you say, oh, I go to Sanford or I work at Sanford. Mm-hmm. The first thing they'll say is, oh, what a beautiful campus. I mean, and we, we, we do love that. But also I think that it's a, um, you know, if you live in a city or if you live in, you know, a, a place that, may not be as manicured as a place like Sanford. There is still beauty in the outdoors. You just have to right. kind of look for it. You know, you have to have to find it. And but it's all around us, right? I mean right. it doesn't have to be this beautiful landscape, you know, hundred something acre place. Um, it could be as as our as my co host Brad likes to say, you know, he he likes to go fishing in Bolton Branch, which is basically a ditch <laughs> outside of his church and so you know there's beauty all around us we just have to look for it Jackson what do you what do you say to this yeah so probably one of my favorite things about the outdoors is just that there's always something new like there's always something to explore I don't know how long I'm gonna live but I know that I'm not gonna even see a fraction of like all the beauty of this world but I can spend my whole life just constantly exploring and like finding new ways to see God um, I'm from Chattanooga and there's so many like beautiful places that I haven't been to yet in the 18 years that I've lived there. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just, I think there's always novelty in God's creation. Um, and it just really, it's a picture of like how big of a God we serve um, and how he's always trying to teach us new things. Even if I go to the same place multiple times, um, there's new things to see, new things to notice. Um, and I think that's just, a testament to how like beautiful his creation is man i love that um so what we we often say uh, brad and i often say that this is like a digital campfire mm-hmm. and we like to tell stories around campfire you know sitting around a fire probably when you were all at um at oak mountain and when you're going to be down at top sale this weekend you're yeah, going to be sitting around a campfire swapping stories telling uh, telling funny things, telling crazy things, telling exciting things. What is a story that sticks out to your mind? Ja- uh, Jacob, I want you to go first on this one. Yeah, I, a little throwback to when we were at Oak Mountain. I uh, I told a terrible ghost story. It was <laughs> spooky. Uh, it was it was spooky. Um, need to work on my delivery. But this weekend, 
I'm definitely uh, I'm definitely gonna be coming coming in strong with those stories. But one story that that I always think about um, was it a tr- hold on? Let me, let me go back to the ghost story. We, we can't just go by that one. Real quick. <laughs> <laughs> is this a true story or is this a no? Okay, okay. I so made it up on the fly as on I the went. fly. Okay, you well, you've you perfected did, it. I think I did pretty good on the fly. It was yeah, it was really good. It was it was kind of a dad move. You could definitely like oh, yeah, sense was. the dad details in there, but it, I, I mean I got spooked, but also it doesn't take much to spook <laughs> me. Okay, so. that's true. So that's forthcoming for this weekend. So if you're listening on your way down and you're headed to the beach this weekend to camp, there's a ghost story coming. Get That's ready. Right. I've been, been prepared for this okay, one. Okay, good. Get ready. All right. I'm sorry. Go, go ahead with what you were going to say. <laughs> you're good. Um, I've had so many awesome adventures. Um, I grew up in Scouts, and so um, I did 100 miles out in New Mexico, um, went scuba diving down in the Keys. I've done some awesome things. But one story that really um, really sticks out to me, so when I was about five years old, I went camping with my dad. And he was cooking breakfast one morning, and I was a five-year-old, um, just running around as five-year-olds do. And um, I was just kind of, um, you know, he was trying to cook di- or cook breakfast and stuff, and and he and I, he could tell that I was just wanting to do something. So he told me to go. There were some stairs in this campsite. Um, we were in um, near the Chattanooga area, and there were these chair or there were these stairs um, off to the side of the campsite. He was like, "Hey, you go up the stairs and see what's over there." Um, so I did. So I, I walked over to the stairs, and then I kept going in the woods, um, and kept walking a little bit. And I turned around, and all I saw were woods. And so five-year-old me um, mm. was scared, and so I kept walking, trying to get my way back. And then I eventually was like, "Oh no, I'm lost." Um, so I was like, "Dad, Dad," um, and I was just right over the other side of the hill. Um, but it's just really special to me because um, I have I have grown run up in the outdoors with my dad and it's one reason why I'm so passionate about it and have have him to thank for a lot of that. Man, five year old not knowing where you are in the woods, that's that's scary stuff. Yeah. Your that's dad was pretty story, close yeah. though. He was, yeah. he was. It was uh it was definitely uh it was definitely my fault that I uh, <laughs> that I wandered off. But also also I think it's it's just a it's a good story to to always think about, uh and kinda where I've come to just over the years. Hmm. Very cool. Okay, you got a story? I got I got a quick little funny story. So me and my mom, I was very grateful for the opportunity. My grandparents took me and my mom on a trip, um, a two-week trip. We traveled to Yellowstone, and we took a car. We flew there, but we took a car, and we road tripped from Yellowstone all the way to Glacier National Park in oh, Montana. Wow. And so my grandparents are, of course, older, and so they weren't going on some of these hikes with us. But me and my mom really wanted to just test test our limits one day. And so we heard about this glacier hike that we were like, oh, let's climb a glacier. Like, that's put that on the bucket list <laughs> um, and knock that one off. But we were – so we were determined to do this. So we go on the hike, and my grandparents stay back. So it's just the two of us. Um, and we're with this group of hikers, and we, like, look around us, and we start noticing they got some gear with them. It looks like some ropes and some – they got some walking sticks with them, and me and my mom are over here with our granola bars. They're more prepared. They're way more prepared than us. So we start this hike, and they start talking about it, and I don't remember how many miles it was, but I knew when they were talking about how many miles it was, me and my mom looked at each other, and we were like, not only are we too out of shape for this, but we are not experienced enough for this. So we're in the middle of Glacier National Park, and um, we're in the middle of this glacier hike, and we decided, we were like, well, we're going to have to turn around. Like, there's no way we can we can finish this. These people, and they were zooming up this like this glacier. It was it was crazy. Um, and so we both agreed we're going to turn around. And so the head guy was like, y'all know you're not supposed to be in a group, like, less than five, right, in the woods. And we were like, oh, we'll be fine. We'll be fine. So we're walking along. <laughs> and we're trying to figure out how to get back to the hotel where my grandparents were because it was in the park. Um, 
And so we're like, we're just going to go on this hike. So we're on this hike, and my mom was prepared to an extent more than just granola bars. She had a bear bell. And we're like, oh, perfect, because, you know, it's it's the wilderness. Mm-hmm. And again, going back to how my family's not very outdoorsy, we're not experienced at all. So she's ringing this bear bell as it's just <laughs> me and her, and we're passing danger and caution signs down the thing saying um, only have, like, more than five people um, because of the wilderness. <laughs> so we're walking down, and it ends up being a five-mile hike, and we eventually reach our destination um, and it ended up being fine but the next day we went on a tourist trip and this guy um, one of the people in the tourist group asked him they were like do you need bear spray or a bear bell and my, me and my mom were like oh bear bell right and he goes no never use a bear bell he is that <laughs> he said that's the equivalent of a of a dinner bell and my mom looked at me and she goes I just put my child in danger it was me and her on this ended up being like a five mile walk and hike and she was just ringing the bell this whole time, praying. Come that, and get it. Yeah, come and get it. It was crazy. I've been so, yeah. in Glacier and I've walked and I've seen bears, and that is not a. Oh, I mean, that's yeah. that's not a, a comforting feeling knowing no. that all you have is a bell. I had like I was double barrel with a bear spray and like a pocket knife. I mean, what was a pocket knife going to do? <laughs> But it was uh, felt felt safer with the bear spray for sure. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> dinner bell. Oh, that's good. Jackson, tell me tell me a story. Yeah, so in a similar vein to Jacob's story about being terrified in nature, <laughs> um, except I was fifteen. <laughs> um, <laughs> so somewhere in my sophomore year of high school, I got it was a really awesome opportunity to go uh, on a trip with the North Carolina Outward Bound School. I don't know if anyone's heard of it, but it's just a really awesome program that takes people out into nature and just uh, teaches them to work as a team, uh, like build a community, and kind of get a love for the outdoors. So I got to go with a group about like 10 people, 10 guys from my school. Um, and so it was about a six day trip, it actually wasn't in North Carolina. We were in the intercoastal waterway doing a canoeing trip uh, wow. down in Florida. Nice. Um, so we were down there for about five days, I think. So on the last day, um, we were going, it was our biggest day yet. We were going probably like four times like as many miles as we had before. We were going about 24 miles in a canoe. Oh, wow. And the special thing about this day is the instructors, they were giving us all the control. So they weren't going to lead us. We had to navigate on our own. And this is pretty flat water, right? I mean, you're yeah, not, it's not yeah. like rapids or it, w- it wasn't rapids. Yeah, we were I mean, just in a canoe. And that's pretty hard, hard sledding for a canoe. Yeah. Anyway. yeah. Um, but the, the thing about it is, it's pretty hard to do 24 miles in a day. Yeah. So we wound up doing about six miles at night and it was pitch black. And I'm sitting there in the lead boat. Uh, I had the maps and my little plastic compass and my headlamp, <laughs> but I'm gonna be honest, I had no clue where we were. <laughs> I was like completely lost. And I was like, just like, keep paddling forward, like keep going. So you were the leader. Of I was the leader and, and I was like, not gonna lie guys, I have no clue where we are. <laughs> Because, like, you couldn't see the shore. Like, we had no clue where we were. Uh, I was like, just paddle in that one direction, and we'll probably get to where we need to go. We all ended up being safe, but I just remember, like, sitting out in that open water, and it was just so quiet. Uh, you could only just hear, like, the waves, like, on the boat, and, like, us paddling. And it was just so, like, serene. And it was just, like, looking up in the night sky and seeing all the stars. It was just, like, like a terrifying, like, but beautiful all at the same time. Wow. It was such a cool experience. Man, that that's that would be a, that'd be surreal being out there, out, nothing around you in the water. I mean, just quiet. That's a different level of quiet there. Mm-hmm. 
That's that's really cool. Well, I'm glad you made it. Yeah, <laughs> me too. People were, were hoisting you on your shoulders, <laughs> on yeah. their shoulders, because you were the leader that night. That's cool. All right, so in a couple of days, heading down to the beach for this camping trip, what um, talk to the people who are heading down. They may be listening to this as they go down. I'm hoping that you know there's a, there'll be 56 people who will be heading down and listen to this podcast episode. As they go, what do you want them to get out of this weekend? Yeah, I think one of the big things I want to is to get them out to get out of this weekend is just the fellowship. Mm-hmm. Um, like we talked about the campfire, how special that is. Um, you know, it's going to be awesome time going to the beach. Um, super excited about that, and it's going to be super beautiful. Um, but the biggest thing I think is just the fellowship um, as as a community, as the club, and as members of the club. It's just kind of gaining that fellowship, enjoying each other, um, and also we're going to have some opportunities for worship and reflection. I think the biggest thing is just taking time to just to slow down and to enjoy that solitude. Um, you know, the semester's um, picking up, and so just taking that time to just enjoy being um, being with each other and just to relax um, and enjoy the beach, too. That's awesome. Okay, you got anything to add? Yeah, um, I would agree with everything with the fellowship. I think um, for freshman year, especially for me, finding a community has been super important but super in speci- super special. Um, but I would also say in the midst of the community, find rest too, because that's something that I've learned about freshman year is how important rest is and how much we depend on rest um, and how much rest there is found in God. And so I know um, college is crazy and it's always busy. Anytime I talk to someone, it's just like, oh, I'm super busy. My schedule is always full. Um, always have assignments and due dates. But take this weekend to just learn how to rest and rest in God. Um, and rest in each other because there's rest found in community and fellowship within this creation. And I think that's super special within God's creation is um, the rest that can be found within his glory. So I would I would take it I would be intentional with how you use your time this weekend. Um, and I'm just grateful for the opportunity to go. So I'm excited for it. But very, very cool. I love that. Yeah, and, and you know, I think that sometimes we go from one thing to the next so quickly and we don't I think you said it earlier. I loved what you said was be where your feet are, you know, and, and just finding that rest in, in just being outside. And, you know, it, I, typically down in Florida, that time of year, I, hope, you know, I mean, this time of year, it's like, it's going to be pretty good weather, I feel like. But see, so, this is my neck of the woods. Yeah, so. that's right. Yeah. Should so. be it's gonna be chilly for me, but y'all y'all be able, y'all maybe be able to swim. Be, uh, <laughs> be swimming out there, oh, yeah. us Tennessee boys. Yeah, yeah be oh, careful, yeah. be careful. There's a few alligators down there. Oh y'all yeah, y'all might keep see some. Out. Yeah, Talk keep an eye out. Jackson, what do you have to tell the group that's headed down? I mean, yeah, they covered a lot of points I was thinking about, but yeah, we've we've got classes the week before this trip, classes right after this trip, and that week, and I just I really think it's important that we like they said, take a moment and enjoy this weekend for what it is and the community that we can build during this. Because I can still remember months ago when we went camping at Oak Mountain, I still remember like the fun times that we had and like the community that we built. Like it was just such a, like a vivid experience and important. So I think that this trip has equal opportunity, maybe even more opportunity to like be a core memory like in this community that that we're building right here. and I think it's just such a um, such a good opportunity for us to build that community more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The um, I think that you know what you just said. You know, building these memories. You know, a lot of these 
students, you know, you're, you're getting to know each other. And I had a friend tell me a long time ago, you know, when you, when you meet people, you start to build your story together. Mm-hmm. And so these shared experiences are really important to, to the memories that you're going to have after college. But also right now, I mean, you're getting to know a lot of new people and a lot of those people are going to stick with you as far as friends, more so than those that you had in high school. And, um, and I know Brad and I have been friends for, um, you know, gosh, close to 20 years now. And so when we met in college and so, and that those are the kind of the people that, that I still hang out with is, is those that we met in college and, and the ones that we had these shared experiences. What you're going to find yourself doing is talking about that trip to Oak Mountain, talking about that trip to uh, Red Mountain, then talking about the trip when y'all went um, to the, to the beach top cell. And then if you go whitewater rafting and things like that, you know, those are the stories you're going to tell each other and you're going to have those memories and continue to just, come back to those and uh, that that is a fun fun time um so what we like to do at the end of the episode is ask what's your next adventure all right so we know that you're going camping this weekend so let's talk about something that's not camping this weekend tell me what your next adventure is yeah so march 30th through april 2nd we're going to desoto falls state park we're super excited about that um, that area, North Alabama, is just so beautiful. And it's so, up near Woody's Fish Camp for anybody who's <laughs> listening. We, uh, that's Brad and I have been fishing up there, and that's 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 going to be a fun trip for y'all. Go ahead. That's right. Yeah, we're we're super excited um, just to go up there and just to another like great weekend. Um, just kind of taking taking time off um, from school that weekend, just relaxing, being where our feet are, and just being in the community. A lot of good hiking, waterfalls. Super excited about that. Man, that's a beautiful place, and what a good time of year to go up there too. Um, in the spring, yeah, that's, mm-hmm. you're gonna love that. That's gonna be good. What's your next adventure, okay? Um, definitely the DeSoto Falls. I'm really excited for that trip. Uh, you've shown us so many beautiful uh, pictures from that, uh, the waterfall there. I think I'm so excited for that. That's probably I'm really excited for that. But also like engaging in community with with one another, and even like the smaller trips like this. It's not four hours away, but I'm still like I am so pumped to see the waterfall. Um, and go hiking but also I think it's a great opportunity again to see God's glory and creation because um, I don't know I think water waterfalls are incredible in that sense which may sound a little silly but I think it's just an incredible opportunity to grow spiritually and also grow relationally um, and be intentional in that aspect for sure but that's that's probably my next adventure too is that big one Take take uh, you know take camera with you. Oh, you yeah. got the the Little River Canyon there. It's just incredible. It's it's beautiful. Then you've got Desoto Falls over there, and they're they're a uh, they're very different. Um, but there's a lot of hiking that you guys can do. And and I'm telling you, you're the more you explore Alabama, the more you're going to realize. Okay, I don't really know Alabama that well. I mean, because yeah. you go down from the beach and then you go up to the mountains and you got the Little River Canyon and you got all these lakes and rivers in between. It is a oh man, it's a, it's going to be a good exposure to some of the more beautiful places of Alabama on that trip. Very cool. Yeah. To add off of that, when I was um, thinking about colleges, I was thinking about a school in North Carolina that's in the heart of a lot of outdoor stuff, and mm-hmm. um, and ended up coming to Stanford, obviously. And you know, when I thought about the state of Alabama, I wouldn't think of outdoor stuff. Um, I'm from Chattanooga, uh, like Jackson is, and there's so much opportunity there in Chattanooga. Um, but I didn't think of Alabama as this outdoor kind of paradise. And then I, since I've been here, I've just discovered so many opportunities, so many awesome hikes um, in the Birmingham area, you know, like a city, um, and all around the city, and then also just throughout the state. 
um, you know, it's something that should get more credit for, definitely. Yeah, it's a beautiful state, and I, I love being from here. Jackson, what's your next adventure? Yeah, so like this, uh, like this trip coming up in late March, early April, like that's, I'm so excited for that. It's going to be a little bit more similar to like the kind of the geography of Chattanooga, and so I think that's, it's going to be a really like beautiful trip, but also just the fact that we're, it's hard to think about, but we're almost halfway through the semester, so I just, I can't help but think about next year and just like the amazing opportunities that we get to do. We've got like this super long notes app, uh, like thing that we've got, just this running list of all this like exciting stuff that we can do from caving to hiking, camping, backpacking, canoeing, all this amazing opportunity that we have. And I'm just super excited to see like how this community that we've built grows um, and what all we can do with it and how we can, like we said, engage people in Christ's uh, community and in God's creation. Man, that's that's so exciting to think about. And, and I've, I've been in a couple of these um, planning meetings with you all, and some of the ideas you're coming up with are, are just fantastic. I know uh, Jacob has this idea of a of scrapbook that's going to be about a foot thick by the time <laughs> right. he leaves here in four years. So uh, we're looking forward to filling that thing up. Um, anything else you guys want to add to the to this conversation? You, y'all have been awesome. One thing I want to um, thank a lot of people too. Um, who aren't here, Jackson and AK, um, and I have put a lot of work in, but there's also a lot of people behind the scenes. So, sure. um, Give like you were talking out. about, Dr. Minima and Dr. Hathaway, mm-hmm. um, two other sponsors who've really helped us. Um, and then John Fortney is the one who, who gave me the idea for the club. And then Ryan Gordon, um, Autumn Harms, Caden Rogers, Edward Jenkins, Eli Wildman, Emily Barker, Isaac Tate, Caitlin Sigler, and Kelsey Lingard um, have all have just been awesome and have really, um, they're all in leadership and have just really uh, really helped make this club what it is. Yeah, they've been very active in the in the worship services and, and mm-hmm. everything. I mean, they're, yeah, we couldn't fit all 12 leaders in this podcast studio, <laughs> but they are very much part of this group, and we're thankful for them and, and uh, looking forward to um, seeing pictures and all that from this coming oh, yeah. weekend. I can't wait to, to see all the things that are going to happen. Hope you all have a fantastic weekend and thank you so much for for joining us Thanks thank for you having us. Thank, thank you this has been this has been so much fun uh, i love getting to hang out with y'all i love the the times we get to have y'all over at our house and uh my kids love y'all um seeing y'all at taco mama <laughs> that's, right, know, that's right <laughs> seeing you on campus um perry always asks about ak and so yeah this is this is a fun group and thankful for our listeners thank you for for hanging out with us this time and for just uh, listening to some of the cool things that are happening at Sanford University with the Sanford Outdoor and Adventure Club. We know that you have a lot of podcasts that you can listen to, but thank you for choosing ours. If you like it, please uh, go on and give us a rating and review and, um, and share it with a friend. And uh, thank you. We hope, for, hope that these stories will inspire you to get outside and to find your own adventures and write your own stories in the storied outdoors. <laughs>